Welcome to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you'd like to explore creativity, hear about other creators, or get more inspiring stories to empower you, Your Creative Chord Podcast is the place to be. Please join me at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. Hello, Kimberly Wiggins. Hello, Jenny. How are you? Welcome to your Creative Chord Podcast. I want to introduce you to my audience. I'm really excited to have you here. Kimberly Wiggins is an empowerment coach and the owner of Inspired Women Amazing Lives and A Voice Worth Sharing Productions. She works with women to help them build their confidence, become more visible in their business, and get over themselves to build the success they desire on their own terms. She does this by helping women to reconnect with their brilliance. She's also a podcast consultant and speaker. So I want to say welcome and with that introduction, I want to bow to everything that you're doing for women. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm so uh, happy that you're here because, as you know, my content is about nurturing creativity and living an inspired life. So you, I'm really excited to hear the things that you do and what you offer you know, for my audience. And you mentioned to me that your philosophy motivating what you do is your, quote, stand on women and their brilliance, end quote. Can you elaborate on what, what your stand on women is? What do you mean by that? Um. You know, I feel that through the ages, this is an age old issue mm-hmm. where we have our voices have been suppressed in such a way where we feel like we have to ask permission mm-hmm. to speak or ask permission to be who we are and stand and own our brilliance. And I, I am just on a mission to challenge women to, to not ask permission. You know, I love to tell women to ask, but this is the one time I do not want you to ask. I just want you to do. I want you to say, um, you know, I'll I'll meet women all the time who say, "Um, I was thinking about doing this thing, but I don't know. Stop thinking. Stop trying to be invisible. Stop trying to hide. Mm. Stop trying to hold your brilliance inside. Let it out. Let it flow. I take a stand for women to do that because we are the most by far brilliant creatures on the planet (laughs) and we are able to get things done. Yes. And so there's no need for us to hold back on our creativity and the things that we want to bring forth into this world. Do you know how many people are waiting on you to do that? You may have some um, poor little person over there who is, cowering in the corner, just waiting to hear for what you, waiting on you to hear what you have to say. You have the solution to their problem. They're waiting on you to bring it over so that they can stand in their full brilliance Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and just bring everything that they have to the table. So I'm very passionate about that. I feel that. (laughs) I love that. And I want to ask about that, but it's so interesting because, you know, I wonder what you would say about this as a, as a woman myself who has, um, kind of developed a reputation for standing up and speaking out. Um, I have faced in my life a lot of resistance when I do so. I think that probably speaks to what you started out saying that a lot of women, you know, suppress themselves and hold themselves back. And so I want to know, like, 
when you when you encourage women to, and I wholeheartedly support you in this, when you encourage women to stand up and and shine their brilliance, what would you, uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid to do that because of the flack or the resistance. How do you address that? No, I listen. <laughs> this is this is what I want women to understand. When you are getting pushback, especially from the masses, mm-hmm. then you know you are on the right track. Beautiful. Yeah. Think about that. Have you ever had anybody who even even in these these people that we see on our televisions and uh not that I, you know, glorify them in any way, but when you see these people when someone speaks out and and they're hitting truth, they're hitting the nail on the head, as my mom would say, right. you they get a lot of pushback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is just an indication that I'm on to something. Okay. Because I'll tell you, the majority of people in this world, and this is a proven fact, when you Google it, the amount of negative people in the world, I don't know how they know that, <laughs> but they it's some really high number. It really is. The last time I Googled it, it was like 80 something percent of the world was negative. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. That is really sad Mm -hmm. because people don't want to challenge the status quo. People don't want to ask the questions. They want to live comfortable in the bubble and not step outside of that bubble. Right. And so I encourage you, if you are, if you want to make an impact, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to get your message out there, then you push the status quo. Have the conversations that other people are afraid to have. I like that. It actually, I, I practice Buddhism and it reminds me of my Buddhist mentor, Daisaku Ikeda, mentions that the airplane has to have resistance from the wind to raise up into the, you know, into the sky. And so Absolutely. it's kind of the same. Uh, it's a it's an analogy for what you're talking about, that if you really want to take that higher road and be your absolute best, you you have to have resistance. It's an indication. So I'm I'm loving hearing that, that if you're, as you said, you when you get pushback, you know, you're on the right track. It's it's evidence that you're doing the right thing. I think people tend to be so, like you said, accustomed to taking the easy road and staying in their comfort zone. But Unfortunately, that's the 80 or 90 percent of people that are not happy because they're not pushing themselves. <laughs> so, no. yeah. So I love your um, your advice to just stand up, speak up, do it. Don't ask. Move forward. Shine. Don't ask permission anymore. I love this. You had said to me that your family, your friendships and your business fill you with pride and gratitude as accomplishments. Can you tell me more about what makes those three areas feel like accomplishments for you? I'll tell you why. Yeah. It's one simple word, Jenny. Joy. Nice. You know, I found joy in all those areas. And sometimes that's really, really difficult for people to do. And, yeah. um, you know, my faith, you know, you talked about Buddhism. I'm mm-hmm. a Christian. Yeah. And so my faith gives me that, helps me to find that joy. Right. But those are my biggest accomplishments. You know, my family isn't perfect, not by any means, (laughs) but they give me joy. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my business is not perfect, not by any means, but it gives me joy. And my friends, my friends, oh, especially you, you would know this, Jenny, when you're doing this, 
business thing and <laughs> your friends aren't doing the business thing, you know, <laughs> they, there's this gap there. They, they feel yeah. like, oh my gosh, I don't know who this person is anymore. Right. But I love them in spite of that. I mean, I just, they're my friends. So I love them. That's wonderful. And so it gives me joy. And I think it speaks to, I can hear it in your voice and your, your tone that you choose joy. You, you know, you, you said yes. that your faith is a guiding, you know, force for you and you choose that. And I think that makes all the difference in, in, in all, for all of us, whether it's in business or with our relationships with other people or our health, making that choice and, and making the positive choice really is an individual taking action kind of thing. So, and I feel that what you're doing with your business, I can feel that that is based on that joy. So it's, I'm sure it, what you're doing is very powerful for everyone that you interact with or anyone that you serve through that. That gives me hope for, you know, when more people are like you and take your individual brilliance to help other people, to me, that's what we're here for. That's, that's really fulfilling our mission. Yeah. So I, I applaud you on thank you for everything that you're doing in that sense. And you, you also described your wellness background, you know, for my audience sake to kind of get to know you, I'm going to quote you. You said, my wellness background centers around self-love and empowerment. I'm a huge advocate of helping women to reconnect to their brilliance. Quote, we as women are not hurt or damaged. We have just somehow lost our brilliance, end quote. I help you to get it back. Uh, so that's your quote. And I wanted to know where, where does that quote from come from? Um, is that your quote, we as women are not hurt or damaged? Did yes. This, okay, that's what. So where yes. do you... Where do you um, well, let me just, I love your approach to inspire and highlight inspiring women. And though I have to say that my audience also includes men, <laughs> and I think much of our chat will be applicable to anyone really seeking ways right. to nurture creativity and live an inspired life. But I know that in your business, you coach only women. Why? Mm -hmm. Why do you coach only women? Um, Simply for the, the quote that I gave you there, you know, I think that more so, um, we as women, you know, just through the ages, we've just, we've been hurt. We have been perceived as being hurt or damaged. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I want to change that. I want to change that perception for us. Oh. By having us be able to re recover our brilliance and be able to stand up and shine it brightly. I really do want that. Um, Love it. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, I remember working in corporate, Jenny. I have to mm. just share this quick story with <laughs> you. And I heard two managers talking, and I heard them them say this about someone. Oh, she's just overly emotional. She must have been hurt at some point in her life. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, you were mean to her. And because she got emotional because you were mean to her. Minor detail. Think, <laughs> yes. You, know, you think it had to be because of some hurt in her life when you actually just stood there and hurt her. Right. And so, um, you know, I just think that I, I hate that label and that the, the stigmatism mm -hmm. with that. I want us to be seen as individuals in our own right with the ability to be able to be emotional and not be judged for it. You're listening to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you love this content, please join my mail list at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. 
That's your creative cord, C H O R D, yourcreativecord.com forward slash get inspired here. No spaces in between anything. And if you join my mail list, you will be the first to know of new content. Plus, you'll get my free checklist of top 10 things to help you reach your goals. Whether you're a creator or looking to explore your creative side, this checklist will help you prioritize and focus for results. That's yourcreativecord.com forward slash get inspired here. Back to the interview. And I like what you're doing. It appears to me that you're shifting that victim mentality that we have kind yes. of inherited and and that has kind of been and I have been talking about this with different people recently and they're all women of course but you know that age old patriarchal kind of structure that has been oppressing our all the entire world for generations after generations and so there is a kind of victim mentality sometimes that women have and what you're doing is countering that it's you're countering we are not victims we are brilliant absolutely <laughs> and you know i feel like women you you know um a lot of times and i hope i'm not going to get myself in trouble here jenny <laughs> i've done a lot, that <laughs> a lot of times women will say we have to fight for women's rights and my thing is that let women's rights begin with you. Right. Let you Shine. be the first person that sheds that victim mentality. Perfect. Yes. And stand up for yourself and let your brilliance shine. Exactly. Oh, I and love that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If if Can you imagine if we all did that? The, yeah. the, the idea of women's rights would go away because we say no. Right. Right. The buck stops here. I love that. And and it's so in sync with my personal philosophy that the more I shine the best human being that I can be, my, you know, fulfilling my mission as a human being and artist and creator and business owner and all my, you know, friendships and daughter and yes. sister and my Lala, <laughs> you know, the more that I stand up and be myself to the best of my ability, I call it becoming a shining example of actual proof for others nice. through my life. I give other people that opportunity to also shine their light. It's not like, you know, I'm shining so you can't. No, it's I'm shining so you can also shine. And I think about that, what you just said, that it is so in sync with how I believe in, in my values. The better we can fulfill our own dreams and our own potential and the, the happier we become and happy people encourage other people. And the more happy people we have, the more peaceful our world will be. We won't have that 80 or 90 percent of, you know, miserable people anymore because people are living their destinies, you know, fulfilling their destinies. So I love that. And maybe destiny is not quite the right word I want to use, but standing up, you know, fulfilling themselves. Right. You know, you talked about that, that women suffer from hurt and damage and you're just saying that it, it, it's everything we just discussed, basically, right? Just from society and what's been pushed upon us. That's what you're talking right. about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that... Enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, someone may have come... You know, I just want... I want people to hear me clearly. Women or men, it doesn't matter because men suffer from right. the same kinds of things. Right. But I want people to hear me when I say that, yes, you know, we are going to have someone that comes into our lives and, 
um, they may abuse us in some way, either mentally or verbally or physically. But here is the thing. This is what I want people to hear me loud and clear. It, you don't have to stay there. Right. There is ways to get, to rise above that, to get out of that victim mentality. Right. You know? Right. And you have to find ways to reawaken the core of who you are. And you know these things are happening. Like if you used to be a smiling person, you don't smile anymore. You used to be happy. Now you're not happy anymore. You used to go out and do things. Now you just want to stay inside. There are things you have, you have to, it starts with you recognizing these things and being able to say, the buck stops here. I am, I want to live my life as me. Right. I can't believe how much in common we have with our, our thinking processes. But that, that to me, that's the way that I look at it is my struggle, whatever that is, whatever the trauma is, whatever the difficulties, the, the, the problems that I encounter in my life, whether because of my own choices or because of people I've encountered. But that becomes my struggle and my struggle for me as a as a practicing Buddhist, the idea is change struggle into your mission, meaning Mm. create value from it. And what you just said is the crux of that. And it's that you are in charge of your own life. So once you take, I'm speaking to myself, once I take full responsibility for my path, doesn't matter how difficult or how painful, but when I take full responsibility, I can use that as a catalyst really to encourage other people. And that's kind of what your that's kind of your mentality. That's how you're helping people to own their stuff and change it, right? Through yes. your through your work, yeah. Oh, I love Absolutely. that. Yeah, I feel like yes. I met my twin somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh my god, yes. It's mm. amazing. So, so how can women who you know are struggling and seem to have lost their brilliance how how do you suggest they work on getting it back? You need to, women that have done that need to really be able to identify who they are. Mm. Somewhere when you lost that brilliance, you lost your identity. Right. So you need to be able to start asking yourself these questions. You need to be able to ask of yourself, who really am I? Mm. And I think, you know, like I said before, I always tell women, we don't ask enough questions. Right. We need to ask questions of ourselves. Right. You, st- you know, um, p- people will say it's the things that you say, it's that negative self-talk you have in your head that keeps you stuck. I challenge you to think of it differently. Think of it as not the things, the negative self-talk in your head. It's the things that you don't say to yourselves. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's what, what you're stuck. not saying to yourself. It's what you're not saying to yourself. Stop accepting the things that your subconscious mind says to you. Just stop it. You want to you wanna speak to your subconscious mind and say, hold up. I'm not taking that any more of that. Let your subconscious mind know that you are the boss and that you're standing up and you're changing things for yourself. You're the boss. You start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Sorry. <laughs> Interrupted. Yes. You want to do that. So that is how, you know, without having someone 
um, to guide yeah, yeah. to guide yeah. you on that. Yeah. You want to start speaking to your subconscious mind. And, and, and my last thing on that is to really, um, the people that you hang around with, right. Probably hang around with them for a reason. You, they can't guide you because you're probably really all on the same level. Right. Um, like so, attracts like it's kind of yeah yes absolutely so you need to allow yourself to step out of that company of people that you're hanging around with Ooh. and really find you some people who can elevate your mind love get that. you a coach if need be mm-hmm. and i'm not just saying that because i'm a coach um i'm a coach and i have a coach uh a couple yeah. days ago i was in a funk and i had to call my coach it happens i mean it you're human happen to you. And so you have to be able to have someone that's on a, just a little bit higher level than you at that point to be able to reach out to and help get you back in line. Mm -hmm. A coach. And I think having a coach that has a coach to me personally is a sign of competence and quality because you know that if your coach has a coach, then your coach is constantly challenging themselves to go higher as a human being. You know, they're not just sitting on their laurels, so to speak. Yes. Absolutely. So there are things I, you know, I, I don't want you to feel like all is lost because it's not, it starts with you asking yourself the question, who am I? Mm. Who do I want to be? And this is, again, this is a great reinforcement for myself because I, as a creator, I'm a composer, writer, poet, photographer, and creator of podcasts and things. And, and as a creative person, I tend to be more highly sensitive and I have my own, you know, battle with my own anxiety. So this is exactly a practice that I start doing myself. I'm constantly stopping it, being aware of that negative thought and replacing it with, like you said, it's what you don't tell yourself. You're you're listening constantly to the same negative stuff. But when I find that when I stop that and then proactively change my thoughts and make when I'm changing my thoughts, I'm taking responsibility to create the direction I want to go in or the person that I want to be and think about what kind of thought would a person that I want to be have? And let's start thinking those thoughts, (laughs) you know, just trying to replace it. And as you say, um, I, I think it's it's a common thing that when people strive to become better or fulfill their dreams, you're right that the people they hang around hang around there. We we often have kind of a similar or familiar um, I don't know what to call it uh, tastes or um, preferences and even moods and styles of thinking. So getting outside of your regular circle of friends is a great way to elevate your mindset. And if you can't, I always tell people because I'm constantly, I have great friends and they're, they push me, which is really good. And I, and I try to reach out to people like you who are, you know, on that high, high plate and you're striving to be better and striving to do good. And so I'm constantly trying to reach out to people like that. But if you, you know, just for people in the audience that may think, well, where am I going to find new friends or whatever? One thing that helps is just listen to podcasts like this. Go read yes. books, you know, and read yes. stuff and look at stuff that's really positive and, and immerse yourself in that positivity because it does. It changes your mood. It, it shifts your mindset a little bit. What are some of the daily practices that women should 
nurture for themselves to get in that positive place? Just a couple things. You can um, definitely have a morning ritual or some kind of routine mm-hmm. that serves you well that. and get your day off to a good start. It could be uh, meditation. You could read for for like right. the first 10 minutes of the day, read something very positive. You could even, like uh, you said, Jenny, listen to, to a podcast first thing in the morning that really starts your day off well. Set yourself up, set your intention mm. for the day. What would you like to happen? What would you like to see happen for your yourself today? And what that sounds like is, you know, for me, you know, I mentioned before I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. one of the things mm-hmm. I say first thing in the morning is this is the day the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, and so, it's like an affirmation and a, an intent that you set. Yes. I rejoice and be glad. So nothing during the day, my intent is that nothing during the day is going to doing, going to upset my joy. I think that's so powerful said, to do that the first. Yeah, sorry. That's a really powerful thing. No. Yeah, absolutely. Because you set some boundaries for yourself. Right. Um, the other thing is throughout the day, as you are working on things, remember to put yourself first, you know. There's a difference between putting yourself first and being selfish. Mm -hmm. So with putting yourself first, you're practicing good self-care because you can't be good for any of the people around you unless you're practicing good self-care. And so you set some boundaries. Don't overload your plate. Don't say yes to everything. It's okay to say, let me check my calendar and get back to you. And and then the last thing is really to kind of um, build a pattern in a beginning to trusting yourself. Learn to trust your intuition more. Learn to trust um, your guidance more and ask yourself questions. One of the most important questions that I ask myself during the day when I'm presented with the opportunities is I say to myself, does this opportunity serve me well? Mm. Does it serve me well? Does it serve my highest good? If it's not going to do that at this point in time, then unfortunately, I will have to pass on it. And it's not being rude. I don't have to hide from someone to tell them, I'm sorry, this is not a good time for this opportunity in my life. Maybe we can circle back through in another two or three months and Mm -hmm. see, or I'll be happy to help you with that next time. But what you will have to do is be able to put yourself first and trust yourself, set some boundaries. I think this is huge. I'm sorry. I'm just taking notes. And now I want to make posters out of everything that you just said (laughs) because it's so powerful, like morning routine, whatever that may be for you, cup of coffee, read something, or go for a walk, listen to a podcast, or meditate, and and I pray in the morning. So I'm sure many people incorporate that. But you're setting the intention for the day. To me, that's a huge thing. Say say your intent again. This is the day. Um, This is the day the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Right away, you're expressing, I think, one of of the most powerful things, which is gratitude, and you're Mm -hmm. celebrating it, and you're setting the groove of the whole day to be based on that gratitude. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a powerful thing. Thank you. I'm going to be doing that myself. You set boundaries by, by stating this positive, powerful intention in the morning. You set boundaries 
from the negativity. You know, you're basically repelling the negativity yeah. from you. And so mm-hmm. putting yourself in that mindset first, I think that's really powerful. And it goes to that point about taking full responsibility for creating your own pathway. That That's a really powerful thing. I love that. I'm stealing that mm-hmm. from you. And, and then oh, no. <laughs> I'm taking it. That's okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can help me by leaving a review on iTunes or share this link with your social media. You can also forward the link to this podcast by email to your friends. Thanks for helping spread the word so Your Creative Chord Podcast can continue bringing you inspiring interviews and stories. And if you loved this content, please join my mail list at yourcreativecord.com forward slash get inspired here. You'll be the first to know of new content. Plus you'll get my free checklist of top 10 things to help you reach your creative goals. If you want to explore creativity, hear about other creators or get inspiring stories to empower you, please join me at yourcreativecord.com forward slash get inspired here. Thanks for listening.